I want to share a snapshot of one modern day progress that has benefited all societies worldwide. I want you to imagine the persons, I don't have the names for, but persons that were behind these efforts. The efforts to progress and advance the communication, the connection via mail correspondence. Modern day, so I'm not going to mention the ancient progress. So I'm taking it from somewhere 17th century forward, and I'm considering that modern day progress. There was a time when, the, when horse riders delivered mail, telegrams. It would take months, it would take weeks, there was a time when mail was delivered by rail transportation, train. It would take weeks. There was a time when express mail was delivered by a method, short-lived but attempted, called the Pony Express. The poor ponies, just horses, were to deliver the mail in the express time of 10 days. So the rider and the horse or the pony would meet at one point, a checkpoint, and another rider and its pony would take it from there and so on unto the delivery. And the notion was, if you wanted to have the perks of Pony Express, your mail would be delivered in 10 days. Well, that became brutal for the rider and the animal. Too ambitious, didn't advance. It was short-lived. Then the, revol the revolution of the automobile. So that definitely took the progress to the next level. And keep in mind that the first cars went as fast as 10 miles per hour. I can't compute that. That sounds absurd to me. It brings my level of patience to um, not, a bad not a good place. 10 miles an hour. Later on, airplanes were flying our mail. Depending on the distance, days. And then in 1993, email came. I know, I know, email. Email became the widespread use for faster communication. And all we had to do in the early 90s and mid-90s was just dial it in, wait for the yellow little guy called AOL. <laughs> Some of you don't know that, but most of you do. And wait for that shh and then certain sounds. 
And in just a few minutes, we had internet connection. By 2019, we carry a device, or several, that connects us worldwide in literally seconds. As long as we have Wi-Fi, I can connect to the other side of the globe in seconds. I have communication and connection in the palm of my hand. One thing is clear. Mail or communication is needed. Life as we know it cannot be lived well without connection. And for those people who were focused on making that connection through mail, were focused on advancing the progress. And from one era to the next, each era built on the prior era's work. The people behind those milestones for the progress of male correspondence had a priority, a priority to communicate, male. And they honored those before their time, those saints, and they held on to the conviction that communication is key, And it looked different. We just mentioned a few of those ways. But the priority remained the same. Package different. Priority the same. And it took a lot of their dedication. Work. Therefore, I would say it took their generosity their giving of their time, their talents, their skill set, their formation, the sleepless nights, those who thought Pony Express was a good idea only to see it fall apart. It was an attempt that required a lot of time and trial. It required sacrifice. It gave a, they gave of their time, lots of resources, a talent. So I'm going to connect. It was a generous act of their part for the sake of a priority. So, it was a generous priority. Why? For them, for those saints, communication. How about for the sake of the good news of Jesus Christ? How about for Christ? This first church, this 50-year-old church, has had a few decades of people shaping the church, building, expanding it, refining it, each decade building on the one prior. And today, you are becoming, later on, much later on, the saints of those that you noticed on the video who are today the little ones. So much giving in numerous ways for the last 50 years. Why? 
what has been the priority for those before us and what is our priority today as a church. For some, it was communications. For us, is Christ. And I'm going to give it a full statement. Making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of our lives. For the transformation of the world. That's the priority. Think of your personal heritage. How do you describe your roots? How is your family story defined by the past selflessness of others? Giving their life for a cause to advance our family for a better promising future? for fighting for our future, to have a chance to break through. In my personal story, my dad came, I believe, 60s to the New York as a dishwasher and then to pursue the American dream. Many of our stories share that. What's the priority? We have different and numerous priorities, good. As a Christian and as a church, one priority remains in the midst of all of, all, all of those to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Some of our stories also involved the outcome of the selfishness of some which is why I mentioned sometimes some of us have to break through certain things because of the lack of. Nevertheless, the generosity involved in giving of our time, talent, work, labor involves sleepless nights, studying earnestly, one, two, three jobs, working really hard to get that scholarship to make it into that college. What is our priority? What are your priorities? What are your particular priorities in your life? Based on your life's course, what is clearly an unwavering priority of your life and that may it be stated as long as what you pour into so generously brings life to such priority. Generosity, priority. What for some people was the communication over mail, for some of us, some of our priorities include career advancement, education, 401k, children, a, a better, healthier, meaningful home, college, health. Amen? So now I want to invite you into a particular passage to see if the word of God can bring us some further light or addition to the list of priorities you have, and if applicable, a realignment or a readjustment to the priorities that we have. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. 
Then I'm going to jump to chapter 2, verse 10. Because of time, I encourage you to read chapters 1 and 2 this week. Because I'm jumping through for the sake of your time. Ephesians chapter 15, excuse me, chapter 1, verses 15 through 23, and then chapter 2, verse 10, reads like this. Paul says, I have heard of your faith in the Lord, in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease, I do not stop to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. Paul continues to say, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, meaning maker and creator, the Father of glory, may give you so generously a spirit of wisdom and then revelation as you come to know him. So that, what for? The purpose. So that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the priority. What is the hope to which he has called you? What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and, and what is more generous, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the generous work of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when definitely so generously raised him from the dead, meaning he died, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Here's a priority. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named. When and how long? Not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet where it belongs and has made him, here's the connection, the head, that's the priority, the placement, over all things, not some, all things for the who? For the church, that's where you come in. You're welcome. And then, because now you become the body. You're not the head, but you are the body. And then the fullness. So the fullness of him will fill all in all. Do you see the generosity and the priority throughout this entire message? For we are... The last verse. For we are what God has made us, the creator. Then there's more cre new creation happening through Jesus Christ. 
created in Christ Jesus because of a conversion, because of a sacrifice, for what? For good works. All of those priorities you have, those are your good works. For good works which God prepared, and here's the plan that will never cease to be. To be our way of life. Amen. Better said, I can't do that. The inspiration of the word of God. In all of your priorities, you are to submit it, to bring it to Jesus Christ, to not only integrate Jesus into its purpose, but to give it the glory that it deserves God above all to God. Once again, a Bible passage that tells us that our lives, work, and testimony is to be heard by someone else, therefore is to be told to someone else. It talks about you're to seek, you're to find, you're to go, you're to come and connect with God. You are to seek divine wisdom, meaning there's growth intellectually and emotionally and spiritually. You are to reflect it, practice it, you are to build on the saint's work of yesterday. That your eyes may see the eyes of the heart. You are called to be part of this. To know the abundance and the riches of the inheritance. And to prioritize Jesus Christ above all. Powerfully the way Christ generously gives. The church, you, Christians, we are to be connected and to communicate and to live that. Your life's good works. Thanks to God's generous and unmerited gift of salvation, we are here and we can and we should respond with a life of transformation and growth. We remember how some got the mail weeks in between because it was given through, it was, it was delivered by horses. So you and I may say today, slower. Some of us have to ride it for a while until we get there. Some of us fly through it. Some of us do Pony Express only to come short at some short endurance and time. Some of us struggle reading the word, although it brings truth and helps you. So we come at least on Sunday with the conviction, I hope that you know that we will bring the word to you and inspire you to live by this word. And then we continue to grow and mature, and you open the word between Sunday and Sundays. You prioritize it. We don't have enough time. Yes, you're right. Even though we can send email in seconds, we don't have enough time. 
Even though we don't have to go to a supermarket anymore because we can do the go Instacart thing, we don't have time. I get it. We don't have time. They didn't have enough time either. And our kids are going to struggle with that as well. They're not going to have enough time. Because it's not about having enough time. It's about prioritizing. Above all, what is our priorities? And how you integrate Jesus Christ, who is transforming you in every area of your life. This is one of my concerns. There's something missing in the character development of children, of young people, when they have never met the Good Samaritan, the Golden Rule, how to sit and interact in a pew, where is the Ten Commandments? What are the four Gospels? We gather to be replenished, to receive inspiration, to be challenged, because we are then to be the transformation for the world. And it's going to change from decade to decade. Do you really think our founding um, pastors and ministers and church attendees imagined online giving or texting online like we do today. Every era is advancing the way to keep alive the priority, and that is Jesus Christ in our lives. And you won't have enough time. It calls for a decision to prioritize. It's called sleepless nights or generosity or seasons. How many of you are frustrated that it's November and we have like 100 degree weather with humidity? I know, I know, God help us. Because we're meant to do, you know, we're meant to have a little bit of different seasons. We're not always in the fall. We're not always falling. We can be transformed and empowered to have some springtime, spiritually speaking. We have to have some spring, some summer, to prepare for the falls and the winters of our lives. So as you come forward to receive the generous gift of the sacrament of Holy Communion, I invite you to do some introspective work. Bring your priorities in line. Ask yourself, where is God in the midst of that? And, and, and be, be, be blessed, be inspired, be encouraged, and also know that we have a responsibility for our marriages, for our children, for our neighbors for our next generation. We have to prioritize it. 
John 15:5 should be a good verse to memorize as I come to a close and, and continue with the Holy Communion. Those who abide in me, says Jesus, and I in them bear much fruit. <laughs>